Welcome to the Backyard Cyclist, the podcast for suburban cycling mixed with advice and observations from a cycling enthusiast. Today, we'll discuss how to get your bike to your ride start point, whether it be a group ride, a charity event, or taking your bike on vacation. There are a lot of different ways to do it, and we'll look at the pros and cons of each. Hey now, I'm Brian, your backyard cyclist, and I've loved riding a bike since forever. One of the main reasons I like road cycling is that I can just roll down my driveway, cycle for 30 minutes to an hour or more, and come back home. Unlike mountain biking, where you have to load up the car, travel to the ride, get set up, go for the ride, then break it all down and transport everything back home again. That's all true until you decide to either take your bike with you on vacation or something, or if you're doing a group ride or charity event like I'll be doing later this year. There are a few ways to transport your bike. Inside your vehicle, outside your vehicle, or shipping it. For short distances, like to a group ride or when there won't be anyone else with you, storing your bike in the back of your car may be a good option. Folding down the back seats and putting the bike in through the hatch or the trunk will keep the bike safe from the elements and also from accidents, and will also make it a little harder to be stolen than if it were on the outside. This is my go-to method for charity events I do. I can carry everything I need inside the SUV and still stop off for breakfast on the way and not worry about anything. Again, not an ideal method if you have more than one person with you. One way around this though, and I use this when I ride to my in-laws house for Sunday lunch, is to remove the wheels and put the bike in the back. For me, the bike frame fits nicely in the back of a Forester, and I don't have to fold down the seat so we could still take my kids home with us. The only real downside to this, besides having to take the wheels off and put them back on, is that it exposes the chain to dirt from the interior, and potentially chain lube or crud to stain the inside. Planning ahead with a towel or rag can mitigate this though. It may also limit what other things you can carry, but for me, it's just a bag for a change of clothes. I'm not bringing my tools or anything else. Just like with putting your bike inside the car, carrying it on the outside can be pretty useful too. And similarly, there are a few different ways to do it. While being outside does expose it to weather and high potential for damage or theft, It does offer a lot more convenience by freeing up the interior for passengers, luggage, or other things. This can be great if you have a carrier for multiple bikes and are the driver for your group, or if you're taking the fam on vacation. Luggage in the back, bikes on the outside, and everybody's happy. And there are quite a few ways to do this as well. The first and the least expensive is to tie it down on your roof, if you have luggage racks. Just lay it down on its side, drive side up, and secure it with rope. You'll take a hit on gas mileage, but it will be secure and protected from any minor accidents. It'll also be harder for a thief to get it down without being noticed. Some cons of using this method, though, are possible scratches to the roof and, of course, getting it up there in the first place. And should your knots forget to hold, your bike will be a hazard if it comes off or just dangles. But this is why they make bike racks. You can find cheap ones online or at a box store or get one custom fitted from a bike shop. They both do the same thing. 
hold your bike or bike secure so they don't damage your vehicle. And there are different varieties depending on your needs. Trunk or hatch mounted, hitch mounted, and roof mounted. Just like the tie-down method, you're going to take a hit on gas mileage, but there are some things you can do to lessen the impact. Trunk or hatch mounts rest on the back of your car and use straps to secure itself in place. Once secure, you can put your bikes on the rack and secure them too. I've used this method often when I was starting out and riding the Bicycling Magazine Fall Classic in Eastern PA. One thing I learned early on was to tie up the wheels so they don't spin like crazy in the wind as you're driving. This will help prevent paint rubbing, trust me. And going this route means you don't have easy access to what's in your trunk or in the back of the car. It's also a hindrance if, when you get to your event, someone parks a little too close to you. I haven't seen this happen very often, but it has happened, so be warned. A similar way to carry your bike or bikes is with a hitch mount carrier. These are either the hanging kind or the stand-up kind with a brace, and most can tilt just enough to be able to open the back of the car. This is good for easy access to the back for things you might need, and you don't have to take all the bikes off to get into it. There's only one real requirement for this. You have to have a hitch. My neighbor bought a hitch online and installed it just to have this convenience. It's fairly easy enough to do yourself if you're handy like that, but if not, expect to have someone do it. Some bike shops will help in this regard. They can help you decide what you need and then get it all set up and mounted for you too. The last outside method is the one that scares me the most, the roof carrier. It's kind of like having the stand-up carrier from the back, but now it's mounted on your roof. I'm sure you've seen these on the highways and such, and I cringe every time I do, because I can't help but think of a low overpass or low hanging wires that can cause a great deal of a headache. The aerodynamics of it make my stomach flutter because of the wind resistance it creates. And unfortunately, my neighbor also has one of these on their car and did hit a small bridge. Thankfully, they were going slow, but it caused damage to the bike and to the luggage rack the carrier was attached to. Everything did get fixed, but I can't imagine having to deal with that. The last option you have is really only viable if you're looking to take your bike a long distance, taking a plane or a train to wherever you're going. Most bike shops will have extra boxes from the bikes they sell and can help you pack your bike up to ship. This way you can check it in on your airline or store it in the luggage compartment of your train and it'll be safe until your destination. I've never used this as I've never really traveled anywhere far with my bike. From some of the YouTube channels I follow, it's a fairly common practice and it isn't too expensive or prohibitive, and it might be something I use in the future should I decide to retire to the Caribbean after winning the lottery. They also make soft and hard cases for this if you travel often, which offer a little more convenience and protection. The downside is if you have multiple bikes, you'll need multiple boxes or cases. And if you're flying, multiple bikes may cost you more than you expect. But once your bike is packaged up, you could also think about shipping it via a shipping service like UPS, DHL, Postal Service, etc. Again, I've never used this method, so I don't know of any costs or horror stories, but it's something that's done, so it is a viable option. So to wrap things up, you have quite a few options if you want to take your bike with you. And while I've only covered the basics here, there really aren't too many other options for me and you. Do what your budget allows, or do what your ingenuity allows. As long as you can get your bike somewhere that you can pedal it and have a good time, 
nothing else really matters, does it? That's all I have for you today, and pretty soon I'll start having updates on my hill climb series and my training in general. I've already registered for the Ramapo Rally on August 21st, the 100 mile route. With all that's going on in life and my aches and pains getting more and more problematic, I need to make sure that this gets done this year. I'm not so sure I'd be able to make it after this. And if you wish to help me in my fundraising for the JDRF, you can follow the link in the description. I appreciate any amount you can afford. And remember, we can't make it to the finish line without you.